Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's 3 o'clock on Dukes and Bell. I find it interesting. Thanks for making us your sports station. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Come on, Robbie, know your gear. Get your headphones in. Robbie Tribble is in for Carl today. Well, you're sitting there bogging, gumming up the works, talking about your Stuart Copeland story. <laughs> no, I was just, I, was, I follow him on Twitter, the police drummer, and he yep. was just, you know, positive person on Twitter. It's nice to find somebody right, like right. that. Very smart dude, you know. too. Brilliant drummer. Yeah. And so we're just talking about that stuff. Hey, man, uh, we got a busy, busy weekend. We will get into some of that TCU Michigan stuff because I know you got a, you got a feeling about the magic in Max Dugan's arm. I, I do. I have this feeling. All right. It might be just nausea or gassiness, <laughs> but put, I have a feeling. By the way, speaking of which, real quick before we get to the blitz, I uh, my you know my voice is always shot because and by the way, guys, it's not because I talk too much. It's acid reflux. I've got GERD. It's, 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 yep. it's G-E-R-D, whatever that stands for. Makes you sound like this. So I went into the uh, the gastroenterologist today down uh, where I live. Really hot doctor. Oh yeah. Yes. I mean, I'm maybe a very professional young woman. I should say. <laughs> sound like a sexist pig. No, but I mean, it's gonna, we're gonna get you know. What's wrong with being sexy? The briefing on what you need to be doing, and she basically tells me what every doctor says is you can't eat this and you can't. So basically, I can't eat anything with spice, no chocolate, nothing with, uh, you know, with fat in it. They're trying to take all the joy out of your diet. Which is, and then you take alcohol out. That's everything. Now, what am I left with? What are you supposed to do? Just uh, eat rice cakes. All I'm day. left with rice, rice cakes. cakes and water. <laughs> That's right. A thimble full of water and a trisket. That's all I'm left with. So, uh, but anyway, you know, stick the camera down there in the, in the gullet in the next few weeks and see what else they can find. Uh, let's hit an NFL blitz, shall oh, we? Miserable getting old. Blitz. Hi. Hi. Welcome to the NFL. With news and notes from around the league, this is NFL Blitz. Dukes and Bell. There is an NFL game tonight, Michael. There is. There is. Eleven and four Dallas visiting seven and eight Tennessee. Is Malik Willis starting? No. No. Josh Dobbs, kid from Alpharetta, Tennessee volunteer. Yeah, the rocket scientist. He has never started a game. He's made six appearances, ten of seventeen, forty-five yards, one interception. So he's going to get the start tonight. Of course, Dallas coming off that stirring victory over the Philadelphia Eagles, where they uh, turned. Right. Uh, Three takeaways into 20 points, and that was the difference in that game. And look, guys, I'm not going to sit there and go, I told you so, because it's still way, way, way too early for a guy who had just like, you could be honest, like so many other quarterbacks that came out were selected in the most last three, four years. You have all the experience. Talk about Malik Willis. Remember the Malik Willis fascination a lot of yep, Falcon fans yep, had? Yep. He, he can't complete 50% of his passes, guys. He's just not ready. He's not ready. Doesn't say he never will be, no, but he certainly a, isn't now. He's got a cannon for an arm, but yep. he, can't, he can't hone it in. You know, he can't find the – he's just he's 50.8 of his passes uh, in his one and two uh, one and two in his three starts. Yeah, and this isn't Tennessee Tech he's playing anymore, right? No. <laughs> so, I mean, look, I'm not saying – but you guys thought this guy was going to come in and plug right in. That's not the way it works. No. Just like with Ritter, they had they couldn't – go. like, I'm as frustrated as you guys were. He wasn't – Arthur wasn't going to put him out there until he was ready, till he knew everything he needed to know. And I also think 
he thought once we got in this division race that Mariota was the better option because he was a veteran. Yep, but now, you know, you right. get four games to right. figure out what Desmond Ritter can be and what he can do, and hopefully the Falcons there will was, open things up on Sunday for him. I'm sorry to cut you off. There That's was right. some thought that maybe because they're so banged up with injuries that Titans just basically mail this one in. Yeah. And, and then they got a, a, an AFC division game they got to play to maybe to beat the Jags and get it. That's right. Yeah, it's going to come down to that game against Jacksonville and a winner-take-all in that game, I think, if, if I'm not mistaken. So, I mean, but do you do you buy that? I, I do. Actually, I kind of do, perhaps. I mean, it would I, be, yeah. So, a week from New Year's on uh, New Year's Day against Jacksonville. Down plus, there that's an that's a interconference Correct. game, so that's not going to affect their, right. their standings in the playoffs. And plus, you get Jacksonville head-to-head to close things up. So, I saw them on, uh, I guess it was uh, it was Kyle Brandt on uh, Good Morning Football. It was one of the guys that was also putting it out there. Maybe you, you, you put all your, your scrubs in and just stay healthy and get ready for Right. I don't know about that. Yeah, you never know. But Vrabel does think outside the box sometimes. He does. Yeah. And it's uh, he was my coach of the year for a while. I still think he's a great coach, but things have they've fallen on hard times. They've struggled. I mean, that's just right. the way it is. Um, also, uh, Russell Wilson, he's very sad. He's devastated. And uh, here's what he has to say about the uh, firing of his uh, former coach, Nathaniel Hackett. The reality is, is that I wish I could have played better for him, too. You know, I wish I could have played at the standard and the level that I've always played at and know, know how to play at. So what I do know is uh, he's resilient. He's going to be a tremendous coach, like I said, and I love him to death, and everybody uh, misses him for sure. Okay. Why is it now that anytime Russell Wilson says anything, no one believes it's legitimate? <laughs> It's just isn't that hilarious. It's, 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 everything seems to be contrived. And you said like Eddie Haskell, we sure are going to miss him, Coach. I know he's going to land on his feet. Gosh that's, darn it. It's a lovely dress, Mrs. Cleaver, you have. He is the most, he is the most insincere-seeming dude. It's funny how his image has just taken such yeah. a hit. It's so odd. I just thought he was right. perfectly fine, maybe a bit vanilla now. He's just, like you said, yeah. Just total, totally corny. We've gone round and round. I've talked about this with you before. With Carl and I, we talk about you know, how do you rank your quarterbacks or you get into an argument with some Falcon fan. Who would you put over Matt Ryan? I put Russell Wilson over Matt Ryan. This yeah. you know, we're talking about a couple of years ago. Yep. And then you find out that maybe Pete Carroll realized that, you know, some of your parts might be better without him. I mean, look, they still got to prove they can get back in this playoff hunt with Geno, but nobody, you said it, Rob, this fall from grace is unprecedented for a guy of his caliber. Yep. Now, Derek Carr, on the other hand, that's one that's kind of been a slow burn, but you could argue. How do you, I always mispronounce? Who was the uh, the interim coach when they fired Gruden last year? It was Biasha? I always uh, screw up the yeah, name. Yeah, I can't. But he was a guy that actually took you to the playoffs, stopped running them into the ground. The practice changed. Everything changed from what Gruden was doing. And then there's a feeling. Uh, there was an article in the uh, I guess in the Vegas paper saying that you know that uh, that uh, Mark Davis, Al Davis's son. Yeah, I had to go for the splash, and yeah. and this interim coach wouldn't fly. You got to get Josh McDaniels to take this team to the next level, and Josh McDaniels, I mean, guys, Derek Carr was a playoff caliber quarterback last year, and he got a hundred thirty million dollar contract. Yeah, and interesting thing about this sorry, guy comes in and the wheels come off. Yeah, take out his rookie year, right? Because every quarterback mm-hmm. for the most part struggles rookie year. Take out his rookie year, averages twenty five touchdowns, eleven interceptions, four thousand yards. 65% completion appearance. So, Not bad. And that's now, dealing with um, coaching changes and pending mm-hmm. coaching changes, all, right. the, all the things. Terrible so. personnel moves by Mayock and yeah. Gruden. The other thing is, though, 25 touchdowns and a 14, that's almost like 1978 touchdown, right? The metrics have changed. The yeah. elite quarterbacks are throwing 35 to 40. We're, yeah, we're in the rarefied era of Patrick Mahomes, right? Right. But it is interesting. This guy, I mean, because like the, uh, was it 35 and 7 was uh, Kirk Cousins last year. Mm-hmm. So, Derek Carr, there's some guys I said to start the show. Guys, yesterday I heard he got uh, getting cut loose. I 
don't want Derek Carr. I want to get it off the tree. I don't, I don't want it off the barrel. I want to That's get right. it fresh. I want to see Ritter yeah. be the guy. And I think uh, you have to probably extend too much capital to get him here. Right. And there's so many other needs. I mean, so many other needs. You, you can think about a lot of your uh, greatest teams. I mean, think about the Ravens when they were Super Bowl. It's about the defense. Defense, defense, more defense. Defensive line, get to the quarterback, mm. all those things. Good offensive line, run the ball. Falcons have those ingredients lining mm. up now for next year. And the speculation about the Raiders, I just found the article I was trying to find, says that uh, with the Raiders cut him after the Super Bowl, there is a huge saving. They're basically they're, they're saving almost $60 million. Mm. So there's, there's all sorts of language in that contract. So it behooves them to get them off the books ASAP. I can see how some people would – would think maybe the Falcons should take a flyer. I'm, I, I just, I'm just not one of those people. There's just too many other needs, and Desmond Ritter can be just fine. I mean, good lord, look what, look what uh, San Francisco's quarterback's doing, Mister Irrelevant. Right, right. Brock Purdy looks, and you, the things you're hearing from Shanahan, yep. it's two, two guys. You look at uh, the re, I guess the reemergence of Baker Mayfield because, and there's another. By the way, there's another team, mm-hmm. Matthew Stafford. They're going to cut him, yep. mitigate that cap it because they've got a huge number. On Matthew Stafford, there's right. a big signing bonus there. And, look, I know he's a fan favorite amongst Georgia fans, but with the neck injury, you won your Super Bowl, you got what you got out of him. I'm surprised he doesn't retire. I just, but getting back to I had a point to make about Brock sure, Purdy. You know why he also – he's playing well. That, that's good for him, but he also has the comfort of knowing he has one of the best defenses in the NFL. Right. Why can't Desmond Ritter benefit from the same sort of recipe? You know what I'm saying? That, that's my whole – that's right. my whole point about that. If you can get pass rush, if you can do the things. The 49ers, when they're healthy, we saw them when they were unhealthy here when we beat them. But you're right. They got an unbelievable defense. That's And, and Brock Purdy is already better than what Trent Dilfer was. <laughs> At least he looks that way. Right, right. But a Trent Dilfer or a Brad Johnson who got to play with those great Buccaneers defenses. Who won Super Bowls, right. too, right? Right. By the way, NFL Blitz brought to you by Priority Men's Medical. Check them out, PriorityMensMedical.com as we do the NFL Blitz. Yeah, but I'm with you. I just, I, I, I'm not interested in a guy of like Derek Carr's stature. I mean, some, he'll land on his feet somewhere, but I just don't think we need to be in that mix. You need a, a sturdy backup whose role is clearly defined. It, but if, the, like, if, if I can get Derek Carr here for like the same number I had Marcus Mariota last year, then fine. Yep. Right? Now the Tom Brady rumors are uh, really starting to scroll now that the Derek Carr thing has uh, hit the fan. Tom Brady doesn't seem like he has anything left. The ball, it doesn't pass the eye test. Nope. The way the ball comes out. I mean, when he's when you it's it's one thing, guys. If there's pressure, sometimes there's not the pressure there, and the ball is is trailing. You know, it just it doesn't look it just doesn't doesn't look good. Mm. And you're telling me he's going to be able to get better by next year? He's already got a really good defense. The Bucks have a better than average defense. Yes, they do. The Raiders have a decent defense. Immediately, people plug him into Vegas, and then as we said yesterday, Gronk's going to Vegas, play crafts, Gronk <laughs> smash. You know, it's, it's pipe dream, man. T.O.'s been in contact with Jerry Jones. He's really strongly considering a comeback at the age of 49. He still looks great, and apparently he still runs a 4-5. Good for you. I'm just saying. It'll be an interesting story. I don't think it's ever going to happen, but yeah, I saw Manny, fairness. I, I saw something on Twitter last night. Manny Ramirez hitting off a tee. He still wants to play baseball. So good luck with that. Good luck with that. T.O.'s in better shape, though, right. I think. 49 years old. I think he does run a 4-5, and he still looks like he was created in a lab. Not one of the nicest guys. I know that uh, Squid Billy, our producer, Bo, we used to have in studio back in the day. He used to train. I mean, he's still got a place here in Atlanta, but he used to train in Buckhead. Yeah. Nicest guy in the world to talk to. And yeah. just like when the, but when there's more than one camera on, it's like the whole dynamic changes. But he's a one-on-one really cool dude. Andrew Whitworth teasing an NFL return saying never say never. That's because uh, mm-hmm. uh, Bengals, what was it, uh, Bengals, uh, their offensive uh, tackle, uh, Leo Collins, suffered yeah. that torn ACL, MCL. So he's saying never say never, but mm-hmm. Why? 
Well, Whitworth, he played to the age of 40, he got his Super Bowl ring, he got to ride off in the sunset a champion. Right, and Whitworth, let's be honest, guys, remember that Super Bowl? You got the last, you got the last ounce of quality play out of Whitworth yes. in that game. Yes, yes. <laughs> that, that's that's about mean, all that was left in the tank, man. And he's a Walter Payton man of the year. He's another good dude. I like him, by the way. I kind of like his take on the Amazon, uh, you know, when they have at halftime. You like that show with, uh, with uh, Fitzmagic, you get uh, Sherman and uh, him. Yeah, it's and not Tony bad. Gonzalez. It's, I mean, it's different. I mean, it's okay. But again, just like all of these shows. You're giving, you got five guys, so everyone's going to talk in 20-second sound bites. Yeah, there's just too many people. Well, if they get the pass rush dialed in the second half, they got a great chance to win. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. Thanks I a mean, lot. It's like the uh, studio desk or the desk they have out at the stadium is like 30 yards long to accommodate all the, all right. the pundits and analysts on the whole thing. I see my thing, and let me, because you and I haven't worked in a minute, I thought, the hell with Herb Street. Let him stick. He's not a pro guy. He's not. He's not. And, and he, never, he doesn't really bring anything no, compelling. He gives you complete, from a quarterback's point of view analysis, Competent analysis of yeah. what occurred. But he doesn't give you any edge. He doesn't give you any opinion. He doesn't, when somebody does something stupid, he doesn't really say anything. I always said, I would roll up, I would run it up the flagpole, try to get somebody like, I don't know, Larry Fitzgerald. Yes. Who's brilliant. Right. Who can speak. Yes. Who's interesting. Right. You know, and put him in there or put him, do a three man booth and get Fitzpatrick in there and have two guys. I just, Herb Street to me was the most uncompelling aspect of the Amazon. It's thing missionary Thursday. position analysis, my friend. <laughs> It's a good way to put it. It's a great way to put it. <laughs> hey, I got- mean, and Al Michaels, by the way, Al's just like, yeah. Herb Street will say like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm flying so-and-so. They're like, oh, where are you going? It was like the week they played Georgia-Tennessee. <laughs> Al had no interest in where he was going, <laughs> where college game day was going to be. If you go back and watch it, it's hysterical. I was like, yeah, oh, really? In some of the games they've had on Thursday, Al Michaels visibly just hates these games he's doing. Like Falcons in uh, Carolina, that was yeah. uh, the ultimate mail-in job at you know, what is he, 78? He has not lost yeah. his fastball that much. I'm, a, I'm still a big fan. I'll still put him over anybody else that's out right. there on play-by-play. I love Nestler. I love that. I'm telling you, the, well, you, you young whippersnappers, you don't realize what good broadcasting was. You've been sold two decades of crap on Fox and CBS. You don't know what the good stuff sounds like. Hey, Lamar Jackson, out of Ravens practice on Thursday. So still worried about him with, the, right. with those guys. And Jalen Hurts was on the practice field today with the Eagles. All right, we got Chris Lindstrom coming up. The Falcons Pro Bowl offensive lineman going to join us next. Dukes and Bell. Rob Triple filling in for Carl. Sports Radio 1990 game. Dukes and Bell is the best. On Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Welcome back. Dukes and Bell. Rob Triple filling in Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 99 the game. We got Falcons uh, Pro Bowler Chris Lindstrom and Walter Payton Award finalist. Uh, we're posturing to get him on the, uh, on the air with us very, very soon. Of course, Falcons getting ready for uh, the Cardinals on uh, Sunday. How hard do you think it is for guys to get up for these get last two games. I know you're a competitor. Once you right. get out there and start playing ball, you want to play ball, but it's got to be tough. I mean, it'd be one thing if we were playing this game up in Chicago or in the ice cold, like right. the Baltimore game we just played. But this is one, hey, you're at home. You're still putting stuff on tape because not everybody on this right. team is going to be on this team next year. So you got to show. playing for their professional right? lives, true. You got to show out for somebody else. I mean, one of the things Chuck Smith mentioned on Tuesday was, you know, a guy like Lorenzo Carter. What, what, are you, can you pop? Can you show something? Yep. These final two games. I mean, he is a guy that if ever there was a dude that would look like Coming out of the factory, that's what an edge rusher is supposed to look like. I know, it just hadn't hadn't really clicked for him for whatever reason. But, uh, I I mean, I just want to see Ritter. You you know what you want to see, and for lack of a better explanation, look like the stars of the league, like the teams where the ball is popping, whether it's Joe Burrow or Patrick Mahomes. And I know that Herbert does a lot of dink and dunk, but he goes up the field when he can. can. Patrick Mahomes said he makes throws that even I can't make. He's thinks to my Justin Herbert. And I know that Ritter doesn't have Herbert's arm strength, but you just want to see him. And this is where I I brought this up with Coach, and, yeah, it's, you know, you know, thank Captain Obvious. No, no pits out there, but it would have been something to have seen pits, you know, out there with Drake London, yeah. and I'll see how that could operate. Um, who was the guy we picked up from the Raiders? The draft pick that was an absolute disaster. That went nowhere. Um, we burned a fifth round pick. Was it? Oh, I'll just think of his name. What yeah. Position? He's a wide receiver. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. You can't. That's how impressive. That's he's how been. impressive he you, was. Yeah. Don't even remember the son of a gun's name. <laughs> but yeah, this year some of the uh, usual suspects. You know the uh, you know Zacchaeus doing his thing. You know Demir Bird. Had where's nice Where's Demir Bird been? He's made a couple uh, big he plays. Was, he was a Mariota guy. He was a guy that Mariota seemed to be simpatico. Everybody's got their guy. The good news is our guy's got the guy he got drafted with, the first round pick in Drake London. And Drake, uh, you know, yes, the, the the dropping is New Orleans. I'm not going to play the woulda, coulda, shoulda. All I've said over the last few weeks, we left a bunch of wins out there, even as bad as we You'd are. drive yourself nuts yeah. if you did that, just to play. I mean, realistically, what is this team maybe six plays away from right. actually having nine wins instead of ten losses? But as know? we said, you know, and I heard Steak talking about this on the Steakhouse the other day. Your record is, you know, as per Parcell said it, and it's no. true. You are what you are. Bo, real quick, we were just going brain dead. I know you were outside the studio for a second. Who was the Raider wide receiver we traded the fifth-round pick for who's not even a factor on this team? Well, he's not even on this team anymore because he's been cut, and that would be the great Brian Edwards at oh, the University yes. of South Carolina. See, that's a Fontenot bust right there. That's a Fontenot whole lot of well, nothing. Well, that'd be, that'd be, your GM's at, not going to hit on everything. You no, know? well, that was, well, you know, I that mean, was pretty bad, fifth, fifth rounder, Grady yeah. Jarrett's a fifth rounder. Those turn into something. Right. Yes, they do. Yes, so, they do. But it's just, that's one that we're, we're just talking about the wide receivers. And, yeah, it's, we need next year, wide receiver, you take a flyer on somebody in the second or third round, we got to go defense, and we're going to do offensive line on free agency, and there yes, will be the piece. That's what I want to do right there. I, but, you know, a lot of your best offensive linemen have already re-upped with their teams. They're not right. letting them go. But there's still some good guys out there. Sorry. Right, and there are some guys when you – That would be an upgrade for us. A, a guy hit me up on the text line earlier. I think it was Alex saying, "How do you? where do you find this stuff? Well, you can go to Spot Rack. There's other websites. You know, NFL.com. You can just Google free agents in 02 or 23, I should say, 22-3. The problem is some of these guys, these teams have the option. Some of these teams, you know, whether it's the fifth year or they're right. something not, like a Caleb McGarry, they're not going to let him go. See, you and I were talking about this off the year, and we'll talk about it now on the year while we're waiting on Chris Lindstrom. 
McGarry has played better. He is certainly a more effective run blocker than pass blocker, and this year we were much more committed to the run than we were the previous year with Ryan. But I just can't commit a bunch of money to a guy when I hear, yeah, but yeah, you know, yeah, but pass blocking has still got to be part of the resume, and he's not that good at it. That is true. And could this year be an anomaly, right? And that's and the uh, the old pop of, hey, it's a contract year. He was ticked off. I'm like, I got nothing against the guy, but I just I don't want to go and give money. And it won't be a you're not backing up the Brinks truck on a on a McGarry deal. But right. the idea of here's my right tackle, yeah, he's not that great a pass blocker, but he's a good run blocker. That's not a guy I want to give a big contract to. Yeah. How long before uh, Jake Matthews has to move to the other tackle position? He still seems just fine. Yeah, I mean, yeah. solid, sturdy, you know, yeah. solid, not spectacular. Has he right? played up to his uh, draft slot? Probably not, but he's certainly been yeah. above average, a, a solid pro. He's had a solid career. Has nothing to be ashamed yeah, of. I think the guy I wanted was Taylor Luan. I think yes. that's a guy that has more we don't want to. He got a drug suspension, PED suspension one year, but he's still he's a little more of an hombre. But Jake has been a solid piece for this team, so you can't argue with that. Mm-hmm. I just felt that this this is a year where, again, we get through this, Strange roller coaster of all of a sudden expectations went up because we found ourselves in first place for a New York minute. Next year, all that loot, but but you're not going to simply go and throw money because if you go back historically and look, all the teams that always got the money to spend in free agency, Jaguars, Jets, they've sucked for a decade for the most part. Right, right. So you got to get it right. You got to spend wisely. Right. You know, you can't be that uh, that young kid like if if I was 22, 21 years old and all of a sudden I came into a lot of money, oh, I'd blow through it in the most frivolous, <laughs> self-destructive ways possible. So here's the problem with the, the McGarry thing, though, is can you name a guy right now that you think is 100% better that's going to be on the market? And if you can't, it's not because you don't know the league maybe, but it's because there's not that yeah. many guys out there. So you either go overspend for somebody else's Caleb McGarry mm. Or you sign yours because you kind of know what he is. The interior is still the most important part that you got to fix. So that's why it's a conundrum because you could probably get Caleb for cheaper than you're going to get a guy on the open market because he is your guy unless he gets to the open market. Right tackles. uh, George Fant of the Jets, he's 30. Uh, Mike McGlinchey of the 49ers, he's 28. Billy Turner of Denver is 31. These are just some right tackles yeah, that are McGlinchey, free agents. familiar right. name. Uh, the guy from the Jets, familiar right. name as well. So, I mean, and sometimes a change of scenery can also be a revelation to a guy, and he just true. all of a sudden plays better than he ever has for whatever reason. I mean, the, the year we picked up Chris Chester, how many guys were like, oh, Chris Chester, some redskin reject. And yep. then it turns out he's like, he was like a linchpin at right guard. He was, yeah. Did a fantastic job, and his team went to the Super Bowl with a team. Remember, nobody was hurt until Alex Mack hurt his knee in the NFC Championship. Yep. That was the thing. Those guys were healthy all the way through. And you see that Alex Mack was probably the biggest acquisition of that team and the biggest, probably one of the biggest reasons why they got to the Super Bowl, remember? Right. So an offensive lineman or center of a certain caliber can certainly make the, all the difference in the world. We're waiting on uh, Chris Lindstrom, guys, he, whether he's doing film study or he's just getting off the or he's slapping some iron or he's getting off the field. We'll hear from Chris Lindstrom. But you got a pro bowler. That was one that I thought was a, a, you can't miss, a right guard from Boston College. That's right. like pencil him in. We've got to do better. Nothing against Dalman. I think Dalman now becomes a serviceable swing guy, guard or center. Right. But you've got to get a better center in there next yeah, year. Yeah, he's a depth piece, right? Right. Yeah. And you've got to get a left guard. So that's we got to get that. When you're talking about three-fifths of your offensive line, that's a problem. And that's why, luckily, we've got some cap space if the general manager Well, luckily, right. there is some good pieces. This is, after all, the, uh, what, fourth, third best uh, rushing offense in the NFL. So. Some of it's parts with a good coach. And maybe yeah. McGarry and Squidbilly brought this up yesterday, benefited from their offensive line coach having two years. Different vibe this year, much more of an attacking style in yeah. the run game. And uh, it helps when you have a Tyler Algier and a, a Corderell Patterson, too. That can also make you look good. All right, let's go out to uh, – Pro Bowl Falcon offensive lineman Chris Lindstrom, the pride of Dudley, Massachusetts. 
Chris, good afternoon, sir. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on with us. Thank you guys for having me on. I hope everybody had a good holiday. Yes. Congrats on the uh, Walter Payton uh, nomination. Tell me what that means to you. That's a, that's a very prestigious thing. Uh, it was a, it was a really an incredible honor um, and really thankful for everyone um, who, who nominated that. But really just the opportunities to be able to go out and serve in the community and build those relationships was, was really special. And uh, just thankful for everybody I got to know this past year. I know that we only see you guys in uniform. A lot of folks, you know, don't really think about or take for granted all the work you guys do off the field that almost everybody does on that, on that Falcons roster, man. So that we appreciate that. Before you came on, man, we were just talking about the old line coach and, and how the guys are working. How how is how does the you guys relate to Dwayne Ledford and the job he's doing? How how does that how does that unit respond to the coaching? I mean, as a I'm gonna speak for myself, but I feel pretty comfortable speaking for the unit that we absolutely love Led. Um, and it's the energy that he brings to work every day. He makes football fun. Like sometimes, you know, it, it, sometimes it could feel like a job, but it never does any day when you're here with lead and there's a standard of energy uh, and positivity that he brings every single day. And so when you have a leader like that or your room, uh, it just trickles down and it's really, uh, it's really special to be able to work with lead. And, you know, obviously every coach in the NFL is super knowledgeable, but to have that energy and passion that he brings every day, uh, is really what makes him makes him special. Talk about your line mate, Caleb McGarry. He's kind of had a bit of a breakout year. How, how do you explain that one? Uh, Caleb's Caleb's worked really really hard, um, and I think the the same thing. Uh, you know, we we talk a lot. And it's the the confidence in the system and belief in what we're doing and what the coaching staff is is really is is asking for asking of us. And uh, Caleb is coming to work every single day and you know working. We have so many of these bank reps. Um, really together so our communication has really been on point and so when when you're not thinking on a on a mental aspect you're able to play fast and Caleb's as fast as physical as really anybody in the league so I just I love it and I get to see the clips you know you see sometimes in the moment but you know when you really get to step back and watch Sunday night on the plane or Monday in film you're like oh my god Caleb like you're, you're <laughs> tossing a guy right there is it because he grew his hair out is that the, is that the reason for the strength I think right I mean, he definitely needs a haircut, and it's. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to roast my guy on the, on the radio. But he, <laughs> he, he he could use a haircut, but you know, whatever. If that's giving him the power he needs, then uh, right. you know, I'm all for it. No, I mean, in the off season, he'd be an extra in Vikings. That's for darn sure, man. It's a Chris Lindstrom with his Pro Bowl right guard for your Atlanta Falcons here on the WadeFord.com hotline. Chris, we were saying before you came on, crazy season. You know, expectations kind of got elevated when we found ourselves in first place. And then, obviously, you know, we've had some injuries, had some depth issues. But uh, what is the attitude when you got two games, but yet you are, you know, you're out of it. You can't win the division. What is the mindset? Uh, I think it's also expectations, too, that we put on ourselves. Uh, from from day one of OTAs, uh, Coach, Smith, Coach Smith made it clear that our goal was to go win the division. And, you know, we fell short of that. And it wasn't something – you know, mid-season, we're like, oh, we have belief now, or now that, you know, we've, you know, ha- it hasn't gone the way we wanted it to. I think we still have belief that our goal is to win the division and to be a consistent playoff team, and I think everybody in here has that mindset and has that belief in what we're doing, and so I think the final two weeks is really important to show the character of this team and really, you know, what we are and what we're going to be going forward, and um, just really trying to finish these two weeks out really strong. Uh, Chris, tell me about your uh, quarterback, his evolution over the uh, first two weeks. Uh, what, what has he been like in the huddle, his command of everything? Just talk about how he's progressed. 
Yeah, Des is really impressive in how he's been able to come in and, you know, the huddle calls are sentences, paragraphs. I always joke with the quarterbacks. <laughs> I have no idea how they do that. I mean, it's it's truly an art form and uh, it, it's, it's a huge learning curve and he's doing amazing with that. But then his command in the huddle and communication with us online and also, you know, stressful situations if, you know, the, the shot clock's running low uh, and he needs to get something done, you know, there's not panic in his voice. There's, you know, a confidence command in it. Um, and as an offensive lineman, that's all you can ask for. So I just love everything he's been doing. And uh, the coach, I know we ask everybody who comes on, Arthur's attitude uh, about the same. It seems, is he a guy you like? Because he's a former lineman himself. Is he a guy you like playing for? Uh, there's – there's not a better person that I'd want to play for. I mean, Coach Smith is is truly amazing. There's belief. There's uh, setting standards. There's a a real, true like professionalism of it every single day. But then, in the same sense, uh, you're allowed to have fun. And you know, he always kind of talks about. Uh, and I, I bet he said to you, you guys can speak for themselves. They can dress for themselves. You know, it's not it's not super rigid. But in the same sense, like there's uh there's very high expectations and there's a high standard of like. How, what's expected of you you come into the building every day. Yeah, we were kind of trying to get him. We don't want to get him in trouble with the – I don't want to get you in trouble with the NFL over the officiating <laughs> up in Baltimore. But, I mean, the fans love it when you hear your coach going, how is that effing grounding? You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just you love the guy because you, you kind of feel like he's – you feel from like a fan standpoint, he's feeling the same thing you are. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to say anything either. <laughs> but uh, he's got uh, – I think it, I think what you're saying, and, and, and it's true every day, is that Coach Smith has incredible passion for the game and passion, you know, for the city and belief in what we're doing. And so, um, the the emotions, I guess you could say, like he expresses during the game or you know out in practice, is just his his care and how much he, you know, how much he and all of us want to succeed. Talk about the fact, you know, you guys are really handcuffed by for some uh, financial constraints. It seems like the uh, purse strings will open up next year. How much optimism is there in the building? There's got to be some hope because now you're not going to be so constrained. Uh, I, I, I don't really worry about that. I'm just trying to focus on my job, and that's just, you know, being the best I can be for everybody. Um, I know that's the, that's the situation, but um, – you know, I think everybody really right now, especially as a player, is just focused on now and in the moment now. And so um, to do that is just to finish these two weeks out strong and, you know, be at our best and, you know, finish this the right way. Well, not to put expectations on from the jump, but when we drafted you, I think everybody said, look at this guy. from Boston. Look at the tape on this guy from Boston College. And congratulations for a well-deserved Pro Bowl. Congrats on that. Thank you so much. I, I really appreciate the support. Chris, we appreciate you, brother. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Go get them this weekend. That's Chris Lindstrom, guys, on the WadeFord.com hotline from Flowery Ranch. I've always enjoyed I've, That's like the third time I've interviewed him. Very, very thoughtful responses yeah. and everything else. Of course, he's not going to talk about the fact they're going to have all this salary cap space. That, that indicates, you know, replacing personnel. Yeah, he's guys he's well, not gonna, yeah we need to get be. this guy out of here. He's garbage. This guy, what a waste of space. Don't look at me. You asked the question. <laughs> I know. It's so funny. All right, next, Squid Billy asked the questions. And just when you think you know the answers, he changes the questions, brother. It's Squid Billy next on Dukes and Bell with Rob Tribble. Hello. It's Dukes and Bell. Get your mind tuned in. Let's go be world champions. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Grab your fire, Shire. Welcome back. Dukes and Bell, Rob Triple filling in Sports Radio, 929 The Game. Let's just get right to it. Squid Billy. Yeah, he's, man, no man. He's fired up. Let's rock. 
It's time for Yeah Man, No Man. Kind of makes me wonder why the hell so many people are trying to tell me to slow down. Seems like we should be shutting the hell up and enjoying the show. He's six foot one. Not really. From Florida. Kennesaw State. And gives rapid fire questions. <laughs> it's the executive producer of the Dukes and Bell Show, Bo Morgan. Brought to you by the W Sauce, America's Worcestershire Sauce. Bigger, better, bolder. All right, Squid Billy, what you got, brother? Squid Billy's doing everything today, by the way, while Carl's on vacay, Chris, our engineer, is off. Squid is pushing the buttons, answering the phones, and washing the dishes. Yeah, well, I've got Dylon to come in later and wash some dishes if he uh, if he comes in on time, but you never know with Dylon. These, these young guys. Again, Squid Billy is also our assistant brand manager, which means he's in a supervisory role. In a power-hungry backstabber. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. No one's ever called me a backstabber. I mean, come on now. No, that was the previous assistant brand manager. He, anyway, let's go on. Apparently, he's doing that remotely now. You never know. <laughs> Come on. All right. What's going on? Let's move on. Do I need to dump myself? Because I'm not. Too late. What do you got? What do you got? I could care less. Uh, all right. Uh, maybe I couldn't care less, I think, is what you said. That's like the most un... Uh, that thing is always said wrong. I could care I less. Couldn't I couldn't care, care less. I could not care but less. But everyone says, I could care less. You go, oh, you could. Oh, Tell you me more. Yeah. All right. So... It seems like a lot of people have fallen in love with Jalen Hurts. I think Jalen's been very good this year. I don't think he's been great. I think Jalen Hurts has been helped with the addition of A.J. Brown, which has now given you two true number ones. You got uh, Goddard as a tight end, and then you have Devontae Smith, who's a freaking Heisman Trophy winner, who somehow you couldn't get the ball to last year. But now they're all having good years, and I need Devontae to have one more good game for my fantasy team. But the... The bet MGM uh, odds have came up for the MVP, and it's it's interesting to me because Patrick Mahomes is minus five hundred to win the MVP, mm. while Joe Burrow is plus six hundred, Jalen Hurts is plus nine hundred, and uh, Josh Allen is plus a thousand. So if you guys are going on it right now, I don't care about the odds. Mm-hmm. Based on y'all's eye test, who's your MVP? I mean, the Chiefs are, are a good team, although this year they kind of, for some reason, they would they'd stay, they'd keep bad teams in the game for whatever reason. Patrick, you know why? I think they're minus six on takeaways. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes, you get, I mean, this is why I hate these kind of postseason awards. Patrick Mahomes could win it every year. Just like, right. you know, take, I mean, this year, how about we go outside the box and give it to Justin Jefferson and what he's doing for that Vikings team, a wide receiver. Maybe if he reaches the 2,000-yard plateau. I, I kind of like that one, certainly. I mean, I don't, I just don't know why it always has to be the quarterback. And I, I know, I mean, I know why, but I mean, I think there's other guys that are out there doing a hell of a job. Justin Jefferson's doing a fantastic job. Now, where it makes it hurts so interesting, his touchdown numbers as far as throws is 22 to 5, but this dude has rushed for 13 touchdowns. I mean, he's become the red, the ultimate weapon in the red zone. I've always said if you give Lamar Jackson the kind of weapons that Hurts has got, you're going to take him right back to the MVP. And maybe get rid of Greg Roman right. up there in Baltimore. They, they, <laughs> with that you. fan base can't right. stand him. No, but I, just, I think I, Carl and I were big fans of Hurts coming out. I thought he was a steal in the third round. He just had zero weapons his first year, and now he's, you know, he's got the pieces to Bo's point. Hmm, who else is a third rounder? Hmm. Oh, yeah. that would be uh, number four for the Atlanta Falcons, wouldn't That's it? That's right. Well, according to most of I've seen on Twitter and – you know, on on certain on some shows around the city and and the print, Desmond Ritter is just not the guy. We've already seen it two games. Not the guy hasn't thrown for three hundred yards, no touchdown. Not the guy, Rob. Again, you're too close to it, Bo. But again, it's, it's ridiculous. We got a few more weeks. But this look, 
there are tiers of fandom. Okay, you got guys who know what a t- what the difference between a cover two and a cover three. There's guys that really get it, mm-hmm. and there's guys that you know they're, they're, they're the casual fan. And then there's guys who I don't know what you're watching if you thought that Ritter was going to come in and sprinkle magic fairy dust. The no. problem was Ritter is better than Mariota in getting Drake London involved. The uh, the problem we're having right now is now we can't stop the run. Right. <laughs> and our defense <laughs> is now. And then there was also, hey, look, we had a chance to get two scores down there. We had a procedure call. We had the refs kind of screw us. But I still, if you don't think the passing game looks more effective right now with Ritter, I'd have to disagree with you on that one. Okay, Mariota was all over the place. For every one that Mariota could hit, he could miss three. Yep. Ritter, I got to see, but I, but to the people that are not on your on board with you yet, Bo, I still need to see more in this weekend. Maybe the perfect opportunity against a really suspect Cards passing defense. Well, okay, here's here's my point. Yes, I'm not saying he's the the be all end all. What I'm saying though is is that three weeks ago, I had to see Ritter because I needed to know what I had, and I could tell in four games. Then, as we as the week leading up, he goes, well, you're never going to know what you have with him. Four games isn't enough. Then, two weeks later, I hear, yeah, he's not the guy. Well, how the hell do you know? You told me you, you, that there was no way to know in four games, but he was going to be, but it was way better than Mariota. But after a week, two weeks, this guy's played in tough environments. On the road in New Orleans, one of the toughest places to play, and then you go to Baltimore where it's, it feels like two degrees because there's a 20 to 25 mile an hour wind, and the guy completed 60% of his passes for what would have been the third bet, which is the third best passing performance by a Falcons quarterback all freaking season. And you tell me he's not the damn guy. How the hell do you know what the guy is? I mean, like they want the name brand. Same guys are saying, "Well, go get, go get Derek Carr. Yeah, so we can suck here. Come on, guys." Well, on. but see, that's that's a fallacy too because Derek Carr. Do I want to pay the money for Derek no. Carr? No. No. But but Derek Carr would be an upgrade right now over anything we've had since Matt Ryan left. Derek Carr is a top 12 quarterback in the NFL, but he's played in a crap organization under crap coaching. So, I mean, look, so you feel if you bring Derek Carr here with Arthur Smith and you can make the money work and there's going to be a huge cut uh, with the way – they structured his bonuses. I think they're, if I read it right, Bo, they could cut him and they save millions and millions of dollars. It would save you as a team. And that's after the Super Bowl, right? But either way, I'm, but the thing is, getting back to our, our initial fascination with Ritter, is if you get a third or a fourth rounder or a quarterback, you can potentially be what Seattle was with Russell if you draft right. Because then you're not spending or with Jalen Hurts right, all that money. And the Eagles, yeah. Howie Roseman has done an unbelievable job putting that team together. And you got if they can keep it healthy, they're going to be a team to you know be around for five or six years and make a run. Well, I'm not saying I won't card. The point is, is that he would be better than anything you've had this season. Yeah. That's well, no, a fact. No, I'm not disagreeing with and, that. But, he, but Carr has a ceiling, too. His ceiling is just slightly higher than Mariota's. Carr is not the no, guy. No, they're not even close. Like that, See, that's the problem is, again, Derek Carr has played in a bad organization. He was a playoff quarterback with an interim coach last year and what is one of the worst situations we've seen in recent memory with a coach being fired because essentially he's racist. And Derek Carr was the leader that kept the team together, and it was a bad caller to in a oh, playoff game. I thought it was homophobic. Or is it both? Or all of them? I don't well, know. Well, I think there was both. <laughs> but I just tell you, you know, that freaking Bruce Allen could have freaking deleted the gosh darn email. And by the way, I'm just, I'm a patty. I was the, I was the patsy on this one. All misdirection from that creep Snyder. But the problem is. Buccaneer so- fans deserve better. It's the Raiders, John. Back to you both. Someone's going to get a top 12 quarterback in a great situation. I just don't think that we need it here because we have too much to fill. And I don't want to spend. Yes. I've been told for the last 10 years that Matt Ryan money was the only reason why we couldn't win anything. So let's try it your way, the, the way of those people, 
and let's go see what we can get. I'm, I'd prefer to build the defensive line and the offensive line. We need another wide receiver. Let's go find that guy in free agency, and let's build a team, and let's see what Ritter can do. Yeah. The fact of the matter is, though, what's happened to Derek Carr in, LA, in Las Vegas is not all on Derek Carr. Yeah, but no. I mean, but at the end of the day, it's a result-driven business. Regardless of the circumstances, he puts up 1979 quarterback numbers. I mean, that's where I'm at. I just, I know I, you make the argument. I get it. Put him in a good system. 4,000 yards and 25 touchdowns with 10 interceptions? That's not... 3,000 yards would have been the 79 number. But again, they don't win. And he doesn't make the plays. And if, if Derek Carr is all that, how are they losing these four games where they've had the lead in, in the, sorry, three, fourth quarter? Now, fourth quarter now. Because Josh McDaniels is your coach, and that guy is a turd sandwich. He was he was literally Bill Belichick and Tom Brady and everyone who wanted to crown him. People wanted him here would have been a colossal mistake. No. He's a he look, he destroyed Denver, then he went to Indianapolis and bailed, and now he's going to Las Vegas and in a year taking a playoff team, turned him into mush, and now you're start your franchise quarterback's walking out the door. And one year, but yeah, it's Derek Carr's fault. Five thousand yards is the benchmark. I mean, by the way, forty eight hundred uh, a year ago when they make the playoffs, it goes back. If you want to make an excuse, I would say to Squid's point, Mark Davis should have stayed with the interim coach. He went for the splash, and this disposed point, Josh is flaming out again. But Derek, but again, Derek Carr. I'm sorry, Derek Carr is going to be just he'll be a footnote in the NFL. He is not. He is a better than average quarterback. That's all he is. So to recap, you're not a Josh McDaniels guy. No. Has Derek Carr replaced Baker Mayfield as your cause celeb? First off, I'm not a Baker Mayfield guy. I just don't know why you think he is never done anything when he's done as much as some of the other guys with Heisman trophies. That's why he has commercials. Mm. And well, if, his te- if his teammates hey, were upset with that, maybe they should have went out, won themselves a Heisman Trophy, and then they could have got their own stadium commercials. He may get, by the way. His... I did love those stadium commercials. <laughs> they were funny. He will get his second uh, chance now with the Rams if they're smart. And you feel that, jo- that Sean McVay will be the guy that tapped into the brilliance of the good Baker Mayfield, not right. the bad. But when things go south, this guy's a quitter, as we saw in Carolina. And by the way, I'll just go ahead and say this, since this is a station where everyone wants to tell you what they've said right. I'm the guy that said in July that Jimmy Garoppolo was a better option than anybody you had on your roster. Now who looks like the smart guy? As always, Yeah Man No Man is brought to you by the W Sauce. America's Worcestershire Sauce. It's bigger, better, bolder. So, Rob... You can get over to the WSauce.com, find a retailer near you, or Robbie can go to Amazon and order it. Also, don't forget the Georgia Hemp Company. Uh, they're having an uh, anniversary sale, 15% off, or you can use the code SquidBilly10 at GeorgiaHemp.com mm. and uh, get all your CBD needs for 10% off. Who do you like better, Josh McDaniels or Robbie Tribble? I like Robbie better. You know why? He's not an entitled jerk. Hey, <laughs> Squid, hit the assistant brand manager's music. And just to tick off Squid Billy while he's on a roll, BJ on the Twitter says the problem with Ritter is he does nothing great. First time guys like Herbert Allen and Mahomes touch the field, you can see the juice. Just dude, That's just for you, Bo. Like, and, and, and the kids' defense, those guys all started on the teams and had a hell of a lot more talent. Alex Smith had been the quarterback in Kansas City. That was a good football team. And Alex Smith won a lot of games, right. too. And we got a lot of meh on this squad, guys. So let's give Ritter four games and you guys can pass judgment, although many of you already have. Good job, Squid. All right, coming up, top of the hour, going to talk some dogs. Apparently, uh, Dan Wilkins says that uh, his interview with Stetson Bennett was the best interview he's ever had with a college player in about 20 years. Nice. So we'll get into that next. Sports Radio 929 The Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.